Hello, and welcome to the first and maybe last, who knows, uh, recording of what I was hoping to call like a what-if type of situation. Um, there's there's a lot of teams out there uh, as in sports. A lot of generations will say, oh, this was the best team, or that was the best team. And there's a lot of people who say, you know what, the team I grew up with, that's the best team that I ever played. Um, and this goes on a lot in sports. And we, on this podcast, want to take a look at, okay, using whatifsports.com. I'm not, I'm not sponsored in this, but this is what I'm using, whatifsports.com. Uh, a lot of teams will, are shown on this website, and you're able to put them together and see which team would win. So that's what this podcast is going to do. We're going to take a look at a couple of different teams uh, on a podcast, and then we're going to simulate three games. We're going to go three games and see who would win. Um, would this really happen? Of course not, because in sports, anything happens. Uh, as in our intro, any given Sunday, anything can happen once you get out there and play in the field. Now, I'm a Detroit sports fan. And I'm a huge Tigers fan. I was a kid in 1984 when the Tigers won the World Series. That, to me, is the best Tigers team because they won the World Series. If you ask my dad, 1968, that's his team. So today we're going to take a look at who would win, the Detroit Tigers of 1968 or the Detroit Tigers of my youth, 1984, and the way we're going to look at it is we're going to take a look at their records. And whoever has the highest record, they're the home team for this three-game matchup. So in this situation, the 1968 Detroit Tigers, 103-59. and Very good that year. Uh, Detroit Tigers of 1984, 104-58. So the 84 Tigers are the home team. Now you could say, well, hell, they're both playing in Tiger Stadium. That's correct, but you know, last someone's got a bat last. So in this situation, the eighty-four Tigers have that last at bat. Now, if you look at the teams, the way they have the lineup set up sometimes on what if sports, you gotta gotta go and fix things around. Like right now, they got Howard Johnson, the eighty-four Tigers, batting first. That's not happening. Howard Johnson's not even playing. Um, Lou Rickers first. You got Alan Trammell second. You've got Kirk Gibson third. You got Lance Parrish, fourth. That's the way the team was set up. That's the way the team's going to be. Uh, you had Larry, or I'm sorry, Daryl Evans batting fifth. You had then Chet Lemon batting sixth. The one guy who drove me up the wall, up the absolute friggin' wall, Larry Herndon. I don't know why. He just, I always went nuts when he hit or when he tried to hit. Um, he's going to bat 7th. Dave Bergman is going to bat 8th because we are going to play DH rules. And then 3rd base, as Matt Shepard would call him, Brook Trout, Tom Brookins will finish up that that lineup. So that there is the lineup for the Detroit Tigers. Um, for the 68 Tigers, I'm going to be honest, I don't know. Um, so I'm going to go off of what what if sports has? Uh, Dick McAuliffe was first. Okay, sure. 
uh, Al Kaline's the DH. And now, if people remember in 1968, and we're talking 51 years ago, but the Detroit Tigers going into the World Series, they needed to get Roy, Ray Euler somewhere out of the batting order. They needed to get Al Kaline in. They didn't have DHs back then. And Ray Euler, great shortstop defensively, terrible offensively. Uh, he, he, according to baseball reference, for the season, Ray Euler was under 200. I mean, he was terrible. So, but again, good shortstop. He was a strong shortstop. So you look at that and you say, okay, well, what are we going to do with that? I'm going to keep right. So in the World Series, I'm sorry, Mickey Stanley moved to shortstop so that then LK line, who was injured during the season, could get back on the field and still keep Jim Northup. But in this case, LK line's the DH. Ray Euler's staying on. Mickey Stanley's going back to center field. All right. So let's take a look at the pitchers. We're going to go with uh, for the 1968 Tigers. The pitchers that will be going for the, uh, the Tigers to start will be Denny McLean starting off. He's going to be the first pitcher of this series against Jack Morris of the 84 Tigers. These are the two aces. These are the two studs. You're then going to go Earl Wilson. He had 285 for the 68 Tigers. And he's going to go against Dan Petrie. Who was he had three twenty four? He had a better actually. Jack Morris is known in that uh, year because he threw the no hitter against Chicago. But Dan Petrie had a lower ERA. Uh, Jack Morris had three sixty. Dan Petrie had three twenty four. Last but not least, two crafty left handers. To me, this is going to be a great matchup. It'll be Mickey Lolich, who had three nineteen against Milt Wilcox, who was the left hander uh, number three left hander or number three pitcher for the 84 Tigers. Um, Milt had a 4.0 ERA, but again, um, if you look at the lineups, you've, it's, it's kind of an interesting setup. I mean, you've got Dick McAuliffe, second baseman, Lou Whitaker, second baseman. Those two are going to go at it. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, you've got left fielder Willie Horton. You've got right fielder Kirk Gibson in the number three hole. That, to me, is going to be a great matchup. Uh, Lance Parrish against Bill Free with and Bill Freehand. The two, to me, and I know people might say, well, hey, Pudge Rodriguez is in the Hall of Fame. Pudge Rodriguez, yeah, he played for Detroit for a few years. But to me, Lance Parrish, Norm Cash, these are the two studs, minus Mickey Cochran, of course, of the, in the 30s. But these are the two, you know, major catchers of the Detroit Tiger in Detroit Tiger history so it's going to be interesting and um, we'll see how it goes so what we're going to do is this we're going to play and all I got to do is hit play the game and then we'll take a look at each game so first game up Danny McLean Jack Morris Danny McLean 31 game winner that year or 196 ERA will the 84 Tigers who went 35 and 5 in the first 40 games that's unheard of can they crack Danny McLean and uh, can they get the bat on the ball and, and win? Or do the 68 Tigers 
behind the strong pitching of Danny McLean. But remember, this is the year of the tiger or year of the pitcher in '68. Uh, I was looking at the I was looking at the batting averages. The '68 Tigers had one, the best batting average on the '68 Tigers, Al Kaline, no shocker there, but 287. Uh, Willie Horton, 285. And then you had Jim Northrup, number three, at 264. In 84, you had Alan Trammell had 314. And then Lou Whitaker, 289. Chet Lemon, one of the great, one of the great center fielders. I, I love Chet Lemon, um, 287. So you've got a little bit of a difference there. You might say, well, wait a second, you know, that should that should change things around. Remember, though, pitching back then was a lot different. Higher mound, pitching was dominant. All right, so we're going to play game one. Jack Morris, Danny McLean. Let's see what happens. Game one. All right, so here we go. So in What If Sports, in their simulation baseball, they have it set up where they'll do play-by-play. They'll go through, they'll talk about what happens. We're going to go and talk about, you know, inning by inning. Um and talk about who wins the game. Um, all right, so taking a look at inning one. Inning one, 68 Tigers get on the board first. They uh, get one nothing. And, again, this is something that's interesting. Again, looking at it historically, McAuliffe gets his base hit. K-Line walks, so he got two on. Horton grounds into a double play, but there's a man on third. Gibson misplays a fly ball that um, Norm Cash hits. McAuliffe scores, so they get a they get a run based off of Kirk Gibson, a Kirk Gibson error error, and um, that's not surprising. Uh, again, when Gibson started, he was a very rough, rough outfielder. In fact, LK Line helped him uh, before the '84 season to improve his fielding, and he. Um, Became a much more competent, I'm not going to say better, but he was a competent outfielder. But he gets he uh, has an error on a fly ball. They say lazy fly balls. I have no idea. But fly ball nonetheless. Call of scores, one nothing. Um, Danny McLean. That's when you know what happens. Whitaker grounds out to short. Trammell walks. Gibson, double play. Oh, I'm sorry, fielder's choice. Uh, they get Trammell out of second. But again, you're talking Kirk Gibson and his speed. But then Parrish strikes out. So one nothing after the first inning. Second inning, same score holds. Ray Euler, terrible batting average, but the man can get on base, I guess. He walks, but everyone else, pop, you know, McAuliffe pops out. Jim Northrup, shallow fly out too. So... Gibson, probably after getting chewed out by Sparky Anderson, he caught the shallow fly ball to right field. Um, likewise, in the eight, in the bottom of the second, Darrell Evans pops out. Um, they go, they, it's not, they get two men on. They get two men on, but then Tom Brookins lines out to first base, Norm Cash. So it's still, one nothing. Um, going into the third inning. Third inning. Horton walks, Norm Cash walks, but then um, 68 Tigers don't do anything. 
and it ends up one nothing after the in after the top of the third. Bottom of the third, one two three, ground out, shallow fly out, ground out to second. Uh, A four Tigers not looking good right now. Fourth inning, fourth inning you got still uh, another base hit. Uh, Mickey Stanley gets a base hit right now. You've got one two base hits for the A sixty eight Tigers. Dare I say? McLean throws a, he's thrown a no hitter so far. No hits. Uh through four. One nothing still though. Top of the fifth, fifth inning. You've got the six eight Tigers one going one, two, three. Uh no strikeouts, couple ground outs, and a fly out by Al Kaline. Uh but they got one hit. Or I'm sorry, one run, two hits. A4 Tigers still looking for their first hit, which they get at the bottom of the fifth. Now, in these games, you get these unknown heroes or these unsung heroes. Tom Brookins gets the Tigers' first hit. Solo home run to dead center field. 440, folks. 440. Tom Brookins crushes a home run to center field. Now, if you watch baseball... If you watch the 84 Tigers, Tom Brookins, he may have hit one over the 440 fence if he hit from second base. I don't see this happening, but again, this is all simulation. This is all what if. What if Brookins had the power? Could he have done it? In this case, he did. Home run, tie game, 1-1, going into the sixth. 1-2-3 again for the, uh, for the 68 Tigers. Cash grounds out. To Lou Whitaker, freehand, lines out to Tom Brookins, and then Jim Northup flies out to a deep center field, but good old uh, Chet Lemon tracks it down. Sixth inning, though, McLean, kind of the wheels start coming off, gives up four runs, four runs in the sixth. You've got Lance Parrish, fly ball, solo home run down the left field line, just clears the wall. Uh, you've got Larry Herndon, who, after a Daryl Evans walk and Chet Lemon hits one to left center field that bounces for a ground rule double. So you got second and third. Larry Herndon grounds it through the hole to left center field. Evans scores, Lemon scores. So there's three runs right there. And then Bergman hits a line drive single to left field. And Brookins again, Tom Brookins, right now, hero of the day. Lines a single to right field, Larry Herndon scores. Bergman is thrown out at third base, and they say a perfect throw. If you, if anyone remembers seeing Dave Bergman throw, or Dave Bergman run, it could have been a, a three-hopper, four-hopper, thousand-hopper. He still would have gotten thrown out by Jim Northup. Uh, but that was that's the end of the day for Danny McLean. Danny McLean doesn't even make it through six. Pat Dobson comes in to pitch and gets Lou Whitaker out. But again, now five one, six hits for the Tigers, and we're going into the seventh inning. Seventh inning, Mickey Stanley, he gets a bloop single, uh, man on first, and then ne- the next three: Don Wirt, Ray Euler, and Dick McAuliffe. Pop out, line out, ground out. No, nothing happens. Uh, bottom of the seventh. Trammell gets a walk, draws a walk. 
Gibson gets a line drive single to right field. Trammell to third. Parrish, 5-4-3 double play. But that scores Alan Trammell. We're now looking 6-1. to one. And then Daryl Evans, three strikes. You're out. Bottom of the, or top of, I'm sorry, top of the eighth inning. Top of the eighth inning. And if you notice, folks, no pitching change yet for the 84 Tigers. Jack Moore is still throwing, throwing strong. K-Line draws a walk. Maybe getting a little weak now or showing some chinks in the armor. Willie Horton, though, double play. Norm Cash strikes out. All right? Maybe not. Maybe Jack Morris is still going strong. Bulldog. That's why he is a Hall of Famer, folks. Chet Lemon pops out to shortstop Larry Herndon. Gets a single to right field. Base hit. Dave Bergman, though, and Tom Birkins both get out. So they leave a duck on the pond, but nothing else. Ninth inning. This would be, actually, eighth inning would be Willie Hernandez time. But, hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And Jack Morris is killing it right now. He walks Bill Freehand, gets a man on, strikes out Jim Northup. Mickey Stanley ends the game. 4-6-3 double play. Game over. Game one of this three-game matchup against the 68-84 Tigers goes to the 84 Tigers, 6-1, eight hits by the Detroit uh, by the 84 Tigers, three hits by the 68 Tigers. Uh, just some of the stat lines. Danny McLean, five and two-thirds, got ended uh, with 82 pitches, gave up two home runs, two strikeouts, four walks. Rough day for Danny McLean. Pat Dobson, though, he came in and did he did better. He did better. Um, Jack Morris, stud. Stud with um, three strikeouts. Only three strikeouts. 121. This would, ne- this would not happen much now. Uh, 121 pitches, seven walks. A little Edwin Jackson going on there in that situation. They claim player of the game, Jack Morris. I would say Jack Morris and Tom Brookins as well. So that's the first game of the uh, three-game series. And now we're going to take a look at game two. Game two, like I said, Earl Wilson, 285. We're going to keep the same batting lineups. We're just changing pitchers up, and we're going to see what happens. So you have Earl Wilson, 285 ERA against Dan Petrie, 324. And the ball game, this was a lot tighter. 68 Tigers come back to win 3-2. 3-2, again, errors. Uh, errors hurt the uh, 84 Tigers. In the first inning, Petrie gets them 1-2-3. Gibson... Scores Trammell after Trammell hits a triple. He gets a uh, line drive single to uh, right field. Trammell scores. They're up one nothing. At the second, Petrie starts getting some trouble. Starts getting into some trouble here. Uh, he walks Norm Cash. He walks Jim Northrup. Mickey Stanley gets a ground ball base hit through right field. But again, right field so short in Tiger Stadium. They just... Kept them at third base. Bases loaded. Don Wirt strikes out. And Ray Euler flies out. 
So they threaten, but nothing comes of it in the second inning for the 68 Tigers. The 84 Tigers, though, they also threaten a little bit. Man on first. They get a, they get a man on first. Uh, that is Dave Bergman, but nothing happens after that. So still one nothing after two. Third inning, you've got Dick McAuliffe who hits a double. You then He gets over to third with uh, Al Kaline sacrificing him over to third, and he stays there because Horton grounds out to third. Cash strikes out. Whitaker, Trammell, Gibson, Parrish in the third inning. Nothing happening. Gibson draws a walk. That's it. Trammell, Whitaker, Parrish, they don't do anything. Uh, Freehand hits a double in the fourth inning. Top of the fourth. They're starting to kind of get to the uh, to the pitcher, Dan Petrie. And Freehand, double left center field. Northup strikes out. Stanley flies out. Downward draws a walk. Ray Euler ground out to third base. Chet Lemon hits a home run, though, in the bottom of the fourth. Takes it 2-0 lead over the 68 Tigers. So 84 Tigers looking strong again. Top of the fifth, Dick McAuliffe grounds out. K-Line hits a single, but he never gets past first base. Uh, Horton and Cash don't do anything. 2-0 at the, in the middle of the fifth. Top, uh, bottom of the fifth, this is 1-2-3 again, folks. Whitaker, Trammell, Gibson, not showing much right now. All right, sixth inning. Now the 68 Tigers are starting to come back a little bit. Uh, bad throw. Two errors in this game for the Detroit for the 84 Tigers. Tom Brookins was one of them. He uh, bad throw to first base. Bill Freehand reaches on the throwing error. Jim Northup then base hit, and here comes the th- the second error. Fly, deep fly ball. Chet Lemon drops it. Mickey Stanley reaches on two base error. Bill Freehand scores. And they so they crack they crack open 2-1. 84 Tigers going into the bottom of the sixth. 1-2-3 again for Earl Wilson. Nothing, nothing from the 84 Tigers offense. 68 Tigers, this is where they start coming back. K-line hits a base hit. Again, Hall of Famer's gonna do what a Hall of Famer does. Two batters later, Norm Cash, two-run homer. Center field, barely clears the wall, but again, if it's the center field, that's still a job job well done. They pull Dan Petrie. They bring in Aurelio Lopez, senior smoke. And Aurelio Lopez gets freehand and Northup out. But now the 6-8 Tigers are up 3-2. Earl Wilson, still in. Got to give him credit here. Larry Herndon. Dave Bergman, both flyouts. Brookins gets a single. Whitaker flies out. Whitaker has not done much, that's for sure. You got Mickey Stanley then, 68 uh, Tigers, top of the eighth, who grounds out. Don Work gets a base hit, but Euler and McAuliffe don't do anything. Leave him on first. 3-2. Bottom of the eighth, Pat Dobson again enters the game and shuts down Trammell, Gibson, and Parrish. They don't get anything. 
and keeps the game at 3-2. Senior Smoke keeps them, keeps them scoreless here as far as uh, the 68 Tigers are still up, but he gets K-Line, he gets Horton, he gets Cash. That's not bad. I mean, K-Line, Horton, Cash, that's a pretty uh, daunting threesome to get them out. Job well done. 68 Tigers then are need to hold on to this lead. 3-2. Daryl Evans. And again, Pat Dobson staying in there. So they don't have they don't bring in a reliever. They don't bring in John Hiller. This is it. Daryl Evans grounds out the shortstop. Chet Lemon, ground rule double to the left field. So he's on second. Herndon grounds out the second, moves over Chet Lemon. So man on third, two outs. They intentionally walked Dave Bergman. Tom Brickens, one of the heroes of game one. Can he do it again? He cannot. Strikes out on a ball out of the zone. Kind of sounds like Tom Brookins. 68 Tigers win, 3-2. Both teams, eight hits. Again, what does it to them? Errors, 84 Tigers, two errors. Those two errors were deliver- were right you know they they were the ones that kind of gave up uh this the runs and caused the tigers to the 84 tigers to lose so earl wilson seven innings pitched four strikeouts one walk that's control dan petrie six and a third six strikeouts three walks but again petrie pitched a strong game it's the errors Lemon and Brookins. You got to catch it. You got to throw it. So it is now 1-1, and we are on to our third game. This is game three, the rubber match, Mickey Lolich against Milt Wilcox. Mickey Lolich, a Tiger legend against Milt Wilcox, who pitched for the Big Red Machine as well. So he came to the Tigers kind of later in his career. But still, quality pitcher. Let's see what happens. In this rubber match, the 68 Tigers touch up. I can't even say touch up. They knocked Milt Wilcox around. Milt Wilcox never got out of the first inning, folks. Norm Cash uh, gets an RBI driving in Dick McAuliffe. You've got, so you got Dick McAuliffe first starts off base hit. You got Willie Horton base hit. So second, first and third, Cash base hit scores McAuliffe. Freehand walks, bases loaded now. Northrop bloops a double. Horton scores, Cash scores. Stanley strikes out. Don Wirt grounds a single, freehand scores. Northrop scores. Five nothing before the 84 Tigers can even get their. Hands on a baseball bat. Doug Bear comes in to pitch, and he gets Ray Euler. But all nine guys hit. All nine guys hit for the 68 Tigers. They are up 5-0. Mickey Lolich kind of shuts out the the team on the the A4 Tigers. Um, Trammell gets a base hit, but doesn't go anywhere farther than first base. 68 Tigers... They're playing with house money now. Uh, we're going to go a little quicker here because I'm sure you're getting a little tired of this. But 68 Tigers, next few innings, they don't score. 
and neither does the 84 Tigers until the bottom of the third. Gibson, home run to left center field, 5-1. Uh, fourth inning. Fourth inning, the 84 Tigers look to strike, but again, Mickey Lolich shuts them down. Glenn Abbott comes in uh, for Doug Bear. They're in, they're in some serious trouble here. Uh, when you got Glenn Abbott and Doug Bear. But fourth, fifth, sixth inning, seventh inning, it's 5-1, 5-1 until the bottom of the eighth. And you've got Lance Parrish hits a line drive, solo homer in the center field, 5-2. So within striking range, three-run homer, and you tie the game, grand slam, you win the game. Uh, Dick McAuliffe again. Ray Euler hits a ground rule double. McAuliffe scores Euler 6-2. So now you need, a ground, you need a grand slam to tie the game. Unfortunately, you got Bergman, Brookins to start the bottom of the ninth. Bergman, pop out. Birkins, strike three looking. And then Whitaker, long, deep fly ball left field. 6-2, 68 Tigers. So, in this matchup, who would win? The 68 Tigers or the 84 Tigers in a three-game series? I hate to say it because, again, 84 Tigers are my team, but 68 Tigers, 68 Tigers, they won. 6-2 was the final score. Milt Wilcox did not show up. So, in real life, does this make them a better team? No. But, again, you get these bar battles. You get these arguments from people saying, oh, my, you know, this team would have been better. This team would have done better. You have no idea. But what if sports offers this opportunity? And in this podcast, we're going to kind of just take a look at these different teams, kind of break it down, take some guesses and see, okay, what do we think? I thought the 84 Tigers were going to, you know, come in. They they were the home team. Again, better, better record by one game. Um, but home team doesn't hold on. And the 68 Tigers showed, again, kind of what a scrappy team they were. And they ended up winning the, winning the series. And well, I guess we have to give it to them. If the, the 68 Tigers would be the, they're the better team. And with that being said, they get their due. Here it is. Teacher!